Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to my first bite-sized, or maybe I should call it baby-sized, episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby. We are eight seasons into the podcast now, which is absolutely bonkers. Uh, we've had so many amazing chats that I've absolutely loved, and the nuggets that I've taken away, well, there's just been plenty of them, to be fair. Um, every time I finish a recording, every time I listen to an episode back, I feel like I've been through therapy. These conversations have hit so many different topics, and... I have loved going back over the archive and digging out those little nuggets that I think, you know what, I heard it then, it meant something, but now it could mean something completely different. Because as we all know, this parenting journey, it's messy, it's raw, and we just need those little things that are going to just give us that confidence boost, give us that little bit of info that we need and to ultimately let us know that we are not on our own. To kick us off, I've gone straight back to our very first episode with my best friend, TV presenter Emma Willis. Here we talk about juggling, developing confidence as a new mum, whilst also three kids in, feeling like you still have no idea what you are doing. So enjoy. Enjoy. 
So let's talk about confidence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Has your confidence changed since being a mum? Yeah, I'm trying to think kind of from a personal point of view and from a work and career point of view, if maybe personally it's my confidence has dipped, but professionally it's raised. But I think my confidence is better on both sides. Right. Because, and I don't know whether that's partly because of what I did for so long was modelling and I had to be so aware of how I looked and what I did and and that was my job was was my body looking a certain way now I don't care about that like mm. I, I want it to feel good and be strong rather than look incredible yeah do you know what I mean you do because, look incredible because I had three kids and I remember you saying this like you I don't care what my body looks like it's what my body's achieved yeah and to be able to do that I've grown a human being and I've pushed it out so I kind of went from a career where everything was about how I looked to all of a sudden I could eat cake and do what I wanted and it wasn't about how I looked anymore. It was mm. about what I said and what I did and if I read my words right, <laughs> people watching. So from a personal point of view, I think my confidence was better because it wasn't all about what I looked like. And from a career point of view, I used to be really insecure and I still am quite paranoid. I think I've always been paranoid about everything in my life. But um, I am quite insecure about my ability and if I'm any good. But the things I used to worry about, like interviewing people and getting panicked and, and oh my goodness, I'm so nervous. I, I do get very nervous for live telly, but now I just put everything into perspective by going, I'm raising three children to be human beings and grown-ups. Like that is, that is so much pressure, that the pressure of interviewing one direction <laughs> it's just nothing <laughs> do you know what I mean I, and and I think that's kind of how I compare everything now like can I do this can I do this oh my goodness can I do this yes I can because if I'm putting three children on the path to their future and hopefully doing a good job with it this is a walk in the park this hour of live telly is just a bit of fun do you know what I mean yeah having kids is amazing fun but it's amazing pressure and it's terrifying and again you don't want to drop the balls you want to create them into the best specimens of human beings that you possibly can so that's how I compare everything now is can I do this yes I'm raising children can I do this yes I get them dressed every day can I do this I get them to school on time can I do this I do homework still like you know it's kind of yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, I think for confidence with me, when I first had the babies, when I first had Buzz, confidence just hit the floor. I think because I suddenly was in the overwhelm yeah. that life had completely changed. I really felt like I didn't know what I was but doing. But I think that is, I mean, I, I obviously can't speak for everybody. I was like that with my first mm. because at the time as well, I didn't have a job. I couldn't get a job for love nor money. So I was at a point where I didn't know whether I should still be doing this. I didn't know whether I was any good. I'd had a baby my hormones were all over the place. Mm. I'd had a really traumatic birth. I couldn't breastfeed. I was producing no milk. She was back in hospital after three days because she had to be fed via a tube because she had nothing in her. I didn't know I hadn't been feeding her because no one had taught me what to do. Yeah. So at that point, it was rock bottom. But mm. I think with your first child, that mm. happens because your life is literally never going to be the same again. No, never. And I don't think I was fully prepared for that, for that feeling. Yeah. You know, there were moments where it was quite dark in the but first But you thought weeks. you were. 
Because I remember before you got pregnant, not that you were were ready for the darkness, yeah. but you were so ready to have a baby. Oh, totally. That's all you wanted. Yeah. I remember asking you every month. <laughs> G? G? <laughs> you wanted to tell me. Um, so that for you must have been... Yeah. A really... A real kind of... Shock. The highs, the highs of the highs to suddenly being way down there. Honestly, the first three weeks, I seriously wondered whether I had a maternal bone in my body. And I can remember asking myself, can I send him back? <gasps> yeah. Don't say that! <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, you know, and, I, and, and it's only through sharing now that I realise that that's something that actually a lot mm. of women go through. Yeah. And I think if you haven't heard that other people feel like that, then you feel isolated, you feel like a bad mum. Yeah. I felt like a bad mum because for the first three days at home, I thought I'd been feeding her 24 hours a day. <laughs> really, no milk had been coming out. Oh. So she'd had nothing. Yeah. And literally, she just turned and you could see it. And I took her to A&E immediately and they really? sorted her out and she was fantastic. Um, but I think it, it's all of that pressure, isn't it, the first time round? It's the people say, don't they, like, you'll know. You'll instinctively know what the cries mm -hmm. mean. Oh, the I was like, cries. they all sound the same. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just a really long, loud cry. <laughs> There's no difference in any of I can remember <laughs> saying to Matt, Matt, do you know the cry? Do you know the differences with the cry? What do they mean? <laughs> None of us knew the cry. Um, you know, and, and also there are so many people to listen to. Mm. You know, you've got the midwives who are fantastic and then you've got the health visitors and then you've got the on-call midwives and then you've got your family and your friends and your friends who have had babies and the ones who haven't had babies but think they can give you advice. <laughs> mm. um, We've all been there. It's easy to give advice and you've not even totally. had kids. What do you mean you can't come out tonight? Just get a babysitter. It doesn't work like that. Um, and... You know, my blessing really was my mum because I, even though with Isabel, we had taken her back in and, and they sorted her out, I still continued to try and breastfeed mm. for as long as I could because that was the thing to do and that was the right thing and that's what's best for her. And, you know, everybody that came in to visit me, I felt like I was looked down on mm. any time they came in and there was a bottle of formula next to me. Right. It was kind of like, oh, not persevering. I was like, no, I am. I am persevering, but she wants more and I haven't got any. <laughs> so I had to top her up with, do you know, it's little yeah. things like that. And then after six weeks of trying so hard, I was so down and so depressed mm. and just crying all the time because I wanted to, I wanted to do the best for her. Then my mum just went, stop it. Yeah. Oh, it gets me all upset thinking about it. Stop it, Emma, you... You're honestly, you're driving yourself mad when mm. all she needs is for you. Ah, oh, gee, what have you done? <laughs> for you to give her the best start. And if yeah. that is from your boob or from a bottle, just give her love, which you are. But you being this way is not the best thing for her. That's what you said to me. Yeah. So I got a bottle and a bit of formula <laughs> and it was just happy days from then on. <laughs> well, that's what you said to me when Buzz was six weeks and we were about to go up to Manchester. I can't believe it in a podcast you made me cry. <laughs> it's emotional stuff. It's about being a mum. But no, I can remember you saying the same thing to me at six weeks. Yeah. And that kind of made me go, oh, yeah, I don't have to do that. No. I don't have to do this. There are other options. Don't get me wrong. It's fantastic if you can. And well, I think I, for me, you, you should. saying that just made me go, yeah. oh, yeah, but it's just knowing the that there's another, there is another option. Yeah. And, and whether it's 
I know I'm not a midwife and I shouldn't advise this, but whether it's give as much boob as you can and top up with formula or mm. or if you just need sleep at night, you know, yeah. express your milk and make him get up, whoever's <laughs> next to you. Yeah. Or if they will take some formula, give it to them in the night if you mm. just need a kip, like... Do what is best, happy mum, happy baby. Do and that's you know what exactly I mean? that's where totally, the, title, the title comes from, yeah. It's absolutely right. Think about how much of your focus and attention and how much it can stress you out just feeding. Mm. Then you've got the whole other world that goes with having a new baby for the first time as well, you know, with sleeping and yeah. cleaning bottles and you know sorting yourself out and even having a shower like yep. that just didn't happen mm -hmm. like you're always the bottom of the list yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean so feeding is causing that much stress and then you've got everything else to think about as well you know your house your washing mm -hmm. laundry all of that kind of stuff like it, it just piles on top and on top and on top yeah. and that pile gets bigger and you get lower and yeah. lower and lower. I think for me, we went away for two weeks when Buzz was six weeks old and that was the best thing. So <laughs> my life could just literally have my boobs out all day long. I didn't have to worry about the cooking or the cleaning. Um, yeah. And that's the only reason why I could continue. I thought you meant you went away and left it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! <laughs> it was the best time of my life. <laughs> um, but there is a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. And judgment. I, th I think there's pressure and judgment. Do you feel judged? I think I, as I said, with, with the whole frowning at my bottle, like having oh, a bottle yeah. next to me, mm -hmm. um, I suppose with my first child, I did. But I think, again, that's the unknown. And then you learn so much the first time that once the second one comes along, you know, after, it doesn't really after matter. two weeks, yeah. I was like... <laughs> those boobs are going away now and again it was really so soon I'm mm. like yep that's what I need to do yeah to to be able to continue my life yeah with my children mm -hmm. and my job and my home and my husband and and everything it is that I need to do day to day in my life that works best for me mm. and if that works best for me it's going to be best for him yeah so I think first time round Yes, I think you feel judged constantly. You feel judged on every single thing you do, you know, whether it's breastfeeding or bottle feeding, or for me personally, whether it's breastfeeding in public, yeah. being scared to do it, uh -huh. not doing it. Um, do you know there's even a thing, breastfeeding in public, but covered up or not covered up? That's another judgment. Because I was right, like, yeah. yeah, after six months, I was like, I'm feeding outside. This is amazing. I know, I remember I you felt, being so yeah, overwhelmed and like, oh my God, I'm such a great woman. <laughs> yeah. So I took a picture and put it on uh, on Instagram of like, you know, a nice blanket over me, like a little thin muslin type thing. And uh, and I did actually have comments of judgmental people uh, saying, um, yeah, but you shouldn't cover them up though, should you? You, you wouldn't like to eat under a blanket. That's how, come on, is this or like, I've cooped them up in a car, all the feeds yeah. for the first six months. And this is me being outside. I don't think people should be so judgmental over things. That I, I think there is something about parenting that makes people want to say, it's like, no, I did like this, so I think everyone should. And actually, yeah. we should just all chill out and just be accepting that we don't know. Everybody that, what does it differently, don't they? And, and everyone's baby is different. Yeah. So, you know, what is good for one isn't good for another. Like I called you the other day with my third child and went... <laughs> 
Oh, can I give them bottled water? <laughs> is she allowed bottled water? You'd think I would know. But right? the thing is, three, it all changes so much. In. <laughs> it changes so much. I don't, like, what is advised or whatever, it all changes yeah. so you can't even keep up. And, you know, and a lot of it, I suppose, revolves around food, doesn't it? When mm. do you start feeding? What type of feeding should you do? Should you do baby-led weaning? Should you do... <laughs> like, all of that stuff, It's it is a constant scrutiny, isn't it? Yeah. I think it should just be support rather yep. than picking faults with people and going you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that even if it's just your wording like yeah I see what you're doing but have you tried mm-hmm. or have you thought about yeah. just giving people ideas rather than going no that's wrong that's yeah. wrong or you know but I think... also you'd think that all other mothers would understand the pressures and how we're all feeling on, yeah. on every level yeah and the this lack of sleep and yeah. the emotion and everything and all so- oh, Goodness, have they gone back to work so soon? Yes. I couldn't do yeah, that if yeah, I was yeah. them. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I said it out loud. You didn't say that. That one day a week that I go to work, <laughs> two months old, oh. it's bliss. <laughs> Adult conversation. <laughs> it's just um, a little bit of normality. And mm. I don't know whether that, not that it's not normal having my children with yeah. me, but it, it's just. A day for me, a day a week, mm. when it's I can go and think like myself and go and think about something other than washing and poo. <laughs> Emma, I think we all would agree that we'd quite like to not think about poo for at least a day. That would be nice. Thanks for listening to this special bite-sized episode and please do share it with any new mums who need to know that they're not alone in feeling a little bit lost. I'll be back in two weeks' time with some more Pearls of Wisdom this time from my wonderful husband, Tom. There we go. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.